Hello there! Welcome back to my channel. My name is Shini Merita and I'm so happy because further to this channel, I can talk with more exciting person to inspiring us. Today's episode is a collaboration with Isudin Ahakim or Didin as CEO of One Avanci English course in Indonesia. Actually, he's still living in Australia to completing his master degree in Monash University. But again, because of this pandemic, he's in Indonesia right now. We are going to talk a lot of things regarding self-improvement and achievement. And as usual, if you catch some broken English of mine, please switch over your focus to the content because all we want to do is practicing English to the people with tons of experience. So prepare your chips and enjoy listeners. Listener here, I am now with Didin. Hi, Didin. Hi, hi guys. <laughs> hi, Cindy. Nice hi, to meet you. Hi, how are you doing? Nice to meet you too. I'm doing good. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Like, yeah, you know, during this pandemic, like everything's a um, little bit changed, but yeah, we adapt. Anyway, where are you now, Didin? I mean, <laughs> Are you in Indonesia? Of course. I mean, which island are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm currently in Indonesia. Even though I'm not still, still I'm 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 currently doing my master's degree in Monash University. But because because of this pandemic, so learning goes online. So I can join the learning even though I'm in Indonesia right now. Okay. And uh, I live and I was born in um, Madura Island. If you are from mm-hmm. Bali, so it's it's very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you are now in Madura too, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. And how's the pandemic situations there? I mean, um, yeah, we saw on the televisions, but I believe mm-hmm. that every places has different routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's the update there? Um, so I'm I'm glad that I live in Madura Island. So the the case is not so uh, contagious yeah like in many other areas so uh, one of the key factors that make madura uh, safer than other places is because when you want to go to madura you have to travel uh, on the madura what was that on uh, madura beach and madura bridge how to call it yeah suramadu right Yeah, Suramadu Bridge. So once it is locked, nobody can enter the island. So it's make us safe. Oh, and currently it's still locked for the bridge. No, no. But there are some policies that restrict people from entering this island. So um, <gasps> I'm glad that uh, the cases here is very low. Like the rape cases, the uh, the, do- the death toll is not that high. And I didn't even hear anybody who. Who who died because of uh, the coronavirus? Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's good then. Madura Island. All right. And I am so glad to hear about that thing. Like um, you're doing great and your environment great as well. 
Well, Didin, actually, I am the lucky one to have you here. I know in the middle of your uh, busy time, you spare your time for being here with me. And uh, yeah, I need to thank to uh, one of the tutor in Kampung Inggrisum. Uh, she's Yola and she's connect uh, me to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's, she's one of our best Twitterers that we've had in Kampung Inggris. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, because you know, during this pandemic, uh, I'm looking for an activity at home, and then I just found Kampung Inggrisum and have a class with Yola. And after, uh, well, actually, I have uh, one podcast with Yola, and she's mm-hmm. really excited to tell me, Cindy, can you please make another episode to our CEO? And I was thinking like, <laughs> okay, the CEO means the elder. I mean, yeah, um, maybe 40, because, oh. you know, CEO <laughs> is the things that sounds, um, I'm, I'm not going to be rude, but it sounds like elder people. <laughs> 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 and I just amazed that I know that you are 27, don't you? Uh, yeah, kinda. I- I'm turning 28 right now. Oh my god! All right. So how could you be the CEO of Kampung Inggrisum in this age? Okay. Okay. First of all, thanks for having me. This is very uh, great opportunity to be uh, broadcasted because uh, currently. We have a plan to develop our, you know, like our um, platform to podcast because we've never ever created uh, any podcast officially. Kampung Inggrisum, yeah, never have uh, created one. So I'm very glad that I, I heard from Yola that she uh, made a podcast with you. So I actually encourage her to connect me with you because when because um I I think that we. We are, you know, like we are <laughs> uh, uh, running in the same path. So you, you are really interested in making podcasts, and on the other hand, we are really excited to make an, uh, a, a, a podcast. So this is, I, I think, this can be a great collaboration uh, uh, for uh, the next uh, months or years. Okay, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, regarding your question, so I think that uh, leadership and um, whether you will be, you you can become a CEO or not has nothing to do with the age. So like uh, uh, maturity has nothing to do with age. Leadership has nothing to do with age. So uh, um, it's it's normal. I think it's normal yeah. uh, right now to have a CEO with a very young age. So I, I'm not the only one. There are a lot of uh, CEOs who probably much younger than I am, and they are more successful. And yeah, they can do their jobs very well. So it has nothing to do with age anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if people in your positions maybe thinking that way, I mean, like yeah, because you're. Uh, Yeah, your circle, maybe some of your friends are CEO too uh, in the young exactly. age. But but yeah. I believe that really this can be really inspiring for the listeners who um, really want to have the same path with you, but don't know where to start and how to do that. Maybe some, <laughs> some let's say some tips 
from you how you started to become uh, on this position in this age. I mean, yeah, <laughs> are you are you start <laughs> learning from the baby? <laughs> no, so so I had I had a I had a I could say it it was a bad experience that happened to be a lesson for me. So uh, Kampung English was not the first uh, online class that we created that I co-founded anyway. So before uh, cre- before uh, building this um, online class, I already had you know um, another. Uh, online class platform but um, yeah things happened in business you know so we dispute yeah. I dispute with my co-founder and then I decided to uh, to uh, step down from the management and I decided to make uh, my own um, um, online class and thanks that I then met one of the uh, the brilliant um friend that I ever met so me and um, and my uh, co-founder uh, Mr. Handy anyway so mm-hmm. um, committed to to make Kampung English go online anyway Kampung English has been uh, Kampung English itself has been um, you know has been running from um, around March 2008 mm-hmm. uh, no 2009 Yeah, mm-hmm. 2009 wow. when I was still in Australia, and then um, knowing that I was no longer in my uh, previous platform, online class platform, uh, Handy, my a friend of mine, invited me to work together and to to make Kampung English go online. So if you have a, if you had a chance to go to Kampung in, to go to Pare Kampung English. Mm-hmm. I, I would be happy if you visit our offline uh, courses there. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. It makes me complete to know about Kampung Ingrisum because now I'm getting more excited to know more about this company anyway. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in visual and I mean in social media, you guys look, I don't know how to say. Um, Insanely great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like using yeah. that word. <laughs> yeah, I can use that word for longer for you. <laughs> okay, so um, things happen that actually uh, the try and error. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to be ready to build something, and then need to be ready to let it go if there's something mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. in what you build like that all right okay yeah. and and i agree with you that actually no man is an island so you need others to build um, exactly yeah. together okay so it's been like almost 10 years is that right for kampung inggris kampung inggris i mean uh, kampung inggris itself um, I, i you know kampung inggris is a is a brand it mm-hmm. has always been a brand for uh-huh. a you know like two or three villages uh, located in Kediri uh-huh. so um, so uh, we it's not us who 
you know who created Kampung Ines yep. because mm-hmm. it was around 1974 or 1975 yeah 1970s wow. the um, um, Mr. Kellen we call him Mr. Kellen uh, mm-hmm. the one who founded uh, Kampung Inggris for the first time and he's and not then, Indonesian right no no he's Indonesian he's Indonesian oh, okay yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, unfortunately, there there is no um, like there is no deep research uh, unveiling the history of Kampung Inggris. Mm-hmm. So um, people who who are not familiar with Kampung Inggris may not know what that really is. But but Kampung Inggris actually has one of the uh, the um, most you know. Um, it has a lot of contributions to attract people to learn English because because uh, maybe I I'm like other peoples who who start learning English from hey I dislike English for the first time and then mm-hmm. when I when I because of the teacher probably or because of the system that we learn with and because of a lot of things but mm-hmm. once you got there once I got to Kampung Inggris in 2016 yeah 2016 uh-huh. i got to kampung inggris and then i learned english there and the the uh, learning uh, method was really engaging and uh-huh. i like uh, the way twitter was teaching us so that's that's where i started loving english then so um that that's one of the contribution that kampung inggris has already made it makes people love english And, yeah. Uh, where was I? <laughs> I was talking a lot of things. Okay. That's okay. Um, and um, and w- w- what I ref- w- what I mean by Kampung Inggris EM, you know, you know, Kampung Inggris uh-huh. EM, uh, it's us. Uh-huh. It's us. It was it was just you know it was established in um, in 2019 around. Ah, okay. March, March, or I, I wasn't, I wasn't involved in that establishment. Uh, uh, I only, you know, I only occupy the uh, CEO position in the Kampung uh, Inggris online uh, platform. So there was, there was, there, there is another management who is running Kampung uh, Inggris offline, Kampung Inggris EM offline, to be clear. Okay, okay, understand. Well, actually, I am so curious about the uh, the locations. I mean, the offline office of Kampung Inggris EM and other Kampung Inggris as well. In Kediri Pare, is that the area of or tourism or anything? Why the English course? There's so many there. Yeah. Oh, it it it's it, um. It's uh, it's very long story anyway. Uh-huh. So so Kampung Inggris starts from um, Mr. Kellen, uh-huh. the, the the founder of Kampung Inggris, and he built a uh, what we call BSc uh-huh. uh, Basic English course, uh-huh. and it turns out he you know he was teaching a lot of uh, maybe hundreds of students back then, and then those students. 
uh, build their own course and the student of his student built their own English course as well so that's mm-hmm. why Kampung Inggris has so many English courses and and in in 2008 in 2018 alone based on the data it's more than it's more than 200 English courses uh, wow there yeah it, so it, there it, is a lot a yeah lot. Yeah, it's growing so fast, and I exactly. yeah, and I knew that. I mean, um, I knew Kampung Inggris since like two months ago. Where am I? <laughs> okay, but but I believe that some of my listeners um, maybe uh, heard this for the first time. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's good then because yeah, <laughs> because this is in our country, so we, we should know about this thing actually. Sure, okay, sure. okay, okay. I think uh, all of my curiosity uh, about Kampung Inggrisum is, um, yeah, I, I got the answer. By the way, I like to talking about you. Would you mind to share your experience, Didin? I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, I heard that you were in a boarding school um, in Indonesia and now you are in Monash University. I mean, how come... <laughs> <laughs> from boarding school of Indonesia goes to Monash University. Um yeah, it has always been my dream to to study abroad anyway. Uh-huh. So um Um, I um, I finished my bachelor's degree in Jakarta. Uh-huh. I entered university in 2011, and then I graduated in 2015. And yeah, in the end of 2015, I graduated from uh, university. And then I decided to go to Pare, uh, Kampung Inggris, uh-huh. in 2016, and I was learning. You know, TOEFL preparation mm-hmm. there because one of my dream was to apply for any scholarship, and one of the some of the scholarship they that I applied back then was um, uh, uh, Australia World Scholarship, a scholarship mm-hmm. from Australian government to study in Australia, mm-hmm. and another one is um, uh, what was that Fulbright scholarship from American government. Uh-huh. And um, fortunately, fortunately, I got my first uh, IELTS score, uh, TOEFL score, uh, uh, in 2016. Yeah, and then I applied for the for those two scholarship, uh-huh. but I failed. I failed. Oh. <laughs> I failed, and um, I failed to go to America because. Um, my um, uh, the uh, Fulbright scholarship didn't uh, didn't uh, accept my application because I was you know I had not I had no working experience and then um, a lot of things that I I I that you know I I, I wasn't qualified back then so I tried then I tried uh, the second chance to apply for Australia scholarship and mm-hmm. I got a progress. What I mean by progress is, uh, in um, in Fulbright, I didn't even uh, move on to the next stage, uh, uh-huh. the next the next selection stage. But in um, in Australia World Scholarship uh, selection, 
I you know I could reach a interview uh, selection process back then, mm-hmm. but then I I failed again. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, really? I felt because there are, you know, you know, it was, it was, it was embarrassing because there are, there are two uh, questions, two simple questions anyway that I couldn't answer. Uh, uh-huh. uh, they are uh, uh, my, 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 the, the interviewer asked me two questions uh-huh. that I couldn't answer. So number one is, um, uh, who's your professor? Did you contact your professor and who is him or her? I had no idea, sir. <laughs> oh my God! That's my answer. That's 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 very very uh, embarrassing answer anyway. And Are you nervous second... all the time, or oh, you really don't have? I mean, you really didn't have an answer, or you just nervous on that time? No, it's it's not about nervousness. It's about yeah. me didn't didn't who who didn't prepare the. Uh, the he, who didn't prefer for that very yeah much. So, yeah I... so like like um, it 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 I, I learned a lot from that that it doesn't matter how difficult or how easy the thing is you should be prepared otherwise yep. you will fail agree with that okay and what is the second by the way the se- the second question was um Do you know? Uh, do you know how many units that you will be studying in your uni- in your, your destination uh, university? I had no idea. Okay, so can you name like one or two subjects that you will be learning? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's that's so embarrassing. But but. So 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 I I know that I failed. I know that I failed even mm-hmm. before the announcement uh, was uh, released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that I I I would I would have failed. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I you know I was I was uh, I was down back then, and um, I thought that uh, one of my one of my dream won't be achieved at all. Oh my god. But, <laughs> and let me But, cut up yeah. that. Um, well, actually, for the second questions, I believe that you do some research about the subject, right? Yeah, but I forgot because mm. I didn't take notes because yeah, I, yeah. I think that I could, I could, you know, I could uh, name them and and I could answer the 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 questions very mm-hmm. easily because i was i i believe that the the question would be really related to the essay that i was writing but mm-hmm. it's not the case <laughs> yeah actually the, the question is quite simple right yeah it's yeah yeah so the things is you need to prepare and take a exactly, note right exactly, okay exactly. this is the lesson for the listeners for um, <laughs> if you get the interview or something all right mm-hmm. And then what happened then? Yeah, and then um, and then I uh, applied for another scholarship, LPDP scholarship, you know. Mm-hmm. But the 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 thing is that in order to apply for the LPDP scholarship, I need to have the IELTS certificate. I was telling mm-hmm. you that I didn't even I I, I just learned uh, TOEFL in Cambodian mm-hmm. English, never learned about IELTS. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, fortunately, because I I was um, you know I was um, going 
to the uh, interview selection uh, stage in uh, Australia with scholarship selection, I happened to have the opportunity to be uh, joining the IELTS test for free. Okay. Oh. And I joined the test for free, and and I was so lucky that I reached the minimum score uh, for the requirement, which was six point five uh, at the time. Uh-huh. So, without even ha- with without having to learn IELTS or taking the IELTS course, so I already had the IELTS certificate that is uh, eligible to be. Uh, submitted for the scholarship so I, I submitted to the scholarship and then you know like uh, things uh, went normal so uh, right after the administration uh, selection I went to the um, interview and then I passed the interview because what I have learned from my previous uh, experience in Australia with scholarship so I prepared anything you know anything yeah. so I even back then I even memorized um, five principles or Pancasila gitu in English yeah. because I was worried back then that I would be asked to <laughs> to to like to men to name uh, five uh, pillars in Pancasila in English and I did also... they ask that <laughs> no no they didn't they didn't but okay. but, but I, I was thinking that it, it's it's not wrong to be to be to be very very ready right it's yeah, better yeah. it's better to be very very ready than not ready at all so yeah yeah I, well <laughs> yeah maybe you can use it next time when uh, yeah people there in australia asking about you so easily for you to tell about the <laughs> <your> principle right <laughs> and then and then not not only pancasila but i also uh, um, um, memorized the Declaration of Independence in English. You know? Wow! <laughs> and, and a lot, a lot of things, including vision and mission of the LPTB scholarship in English. And mm. then even I, I, I memorize uh, the units. How many units that I, that I will be uh, learning in Monash when I, if if I'm eligible for this scholarship and I happen to study there. And then, who is my uh, uh, supervisor that I already uh, emailed? Uh-huh. And then uh, a lot of things. I I didn't if I didn't even just you know um, memorize them. I print them out. You know, wow. <laughs> so I brought wow. I brought my documents with me to the to the to the <laughs> to the interview room. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Oh my God. So. And, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah I, I passed the, the the interview of selection process. Yeah, yeah, and the key word is because of the hard work, the preparations, like exactly. Yeah, okay, exactly. okay. <laughs> if I didn't, if I if I had never failed in Australia with scholarship, I wouldn't have you know prepared that uh, much for LPDP scholarship, and I thought that I would fail. But yeah. thanks that I I got a lesson from my failure. Yeah, um, yeah. Previous failure. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So can can we say that actually the 
if you failed in something that actually it's normal but the thing is yeah. how to how to stand again and then yeah, uh, yeah. yeah make there is a saying there is yeah. a saying there is, is saying that? that if if you if you fail eight times get up nine times if you fail nine times get up ten times yeah and, <laughs> so and, never and so on Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. and so on do it until a million times oh <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so um the thing is uh actually uh i, I really uh, let me coming back again to the boarding school in mm-hmm. indonesia mm-hmm. i mean like when you were in the boarding school so it it is on senior high school grade right or uh, junior I, i i was i was in boarding school from uh-huh. junior high school so Until? i Uh, until senior high school so I was spending mm-hmm. six years in boarding school I learned you know I learned Arabic you know and mm-hmm. and uh, religious te- uh, teachings in in boarding school mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, actually I I happened to have uh, the opportunity to improve my English uh, mm-hmm. in 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 boarding school but uh, as I told you that I dislike English back then I even mm-hmm. even 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 hate that, uh, that yeah uh... you know we are on the same path on that on that time when we had a chance <laughs> to learn English when we were kid because we don't mm-hmm. know that English will will bring you somewhere or to be someone we just exactly. ignore yeah 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 we are the same in this part actually okay well actually uh, why am i asking the boarding school a lot uh, to mm-hmm. you well actually here in bali as i know mm-hmm. the boarding school is kind of different i mean like first it's difficult to find and the second one Uh, because it's rarely um, we don't have a knowledge about the what is the boarding schools like and I just amazed to her that actually the boarding school is kind of international school anyway like like they teach any other languages which is mm-hmm. it's cool I mean in my opinion it is even better than the national school which is Well, yeah, we have English class, but you know, mm-hmm. still yeah. in the end of the class, we cannot communicate with the people because it's yeah. on the letter, it's on the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah, th- maybe this is um, a little bit insight for my listeners. Yeah. I believe maybe some <laughs> of the listeners have no idea about the boarding school is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One, one of the thing, one of the thing that uh, makes in uh, boarding school uh, really effective to improve people's foreign language abilities is because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we we have you know we have a um, lot of people who can practice with. Mm-hmm. If you learn English, you can practice with your your roommate, mm-hmm. and if you learn Arabic, you can practice with any other you know any other people who who are uh, who stay in the same boarding house so it's um it's um it's more effective than just learning english in you know in in the classroom yeah 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 all right so people will not make fun of you that you <laughs> are the only one who talking other language like that all right 
Ya, ya. Oh, Didin, well, actually it's really amazing to have a, a talking session with you in my podcast. And yeah. I really want to know and want to talk about Australia to be exactly because yeah, um, here in Bali we have a lot of Australian, but we mm-hmm. don't know exactly uh, their life in their original country. Well, we're gonna talk about that one, but we will split this podcast into two episodes. So let's move on to the next episode then. That's all talking with Isudin Ahakim or Didin. Make sure you follow this channel because we'll continue this conversation to the next episode. Besides, I'm going to add a new episode every week. You can find me on Instagram at Shindi Marita, just the right spelling as this channel. Thank you so much for your time and hope it's inspiring you. See you!